this is a passion project and an underlying purpose of what we're doing here is to create a conduit to the community of people who are experiencing mental health issues, but also for those who want to support them. When it comes to discussing these matters, hearing a voice gives you as much range and, 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 and reach in impacting people that should want to hear about mental health conversations so they can be destigmatized. I totally agree and love the idea of trying to create a more open space that explores mental health in a way that resonates. Indeed. Um, I find solace in that we don't know what we are doing. <laughs> this is just where we are starting from. We're doing it. We are indeed. How long has this been uh, worked on? I think, what, four months? And uh, then, uh, Well, four months intentionally, but we've been talking about it for close to a year. Do we want to briefly touch upon the uh, genesis of this whole endeavor? And I wonder whether we should maybe discuss the, uh, the name of the show? Yeah. I think we should. The name comes from the idea that when you are dealing with um, mental health challenges, whatever they are, when it gets really bad and you are really brought to your knees, it's usually in the bathroom or on the kitchen floor. And for me, I found myself not just proverbially there, but literally there on more than one occasion and just thinking like there is no bottom lower than this. And when I look up and have that moment of awareness, I guess there's some hope in the idea that if you're in the kitchen, that you can find some nourishment somewhere, even if it's just looking up and it's a refrigerator magnet or the sticker your drunk friend left on the side of the fridge. But there's something there that is going to help you get back up. So I think it was in sharing that with you we talked about creating something where we could elevate this conversation. An underlying um, purpose of what we're doing here is to create a conduit to the community of people who are experiencing mental health issues, but also for those who want to support them. Because I think as we've learned, it's not just the people who are going through it, but it's the people who love them and want to help, but don't know what to do. And it's just the idea that we're going to create a more open space that explores this in a way that resonates with not just the people who need it most, but also with the people who can do the most with it. So we're going to explore a lot of that and, um, and a whole lot more here on this podcast. And it also gives us an opportunity to talk about what you've been up to with Ayana. Ayana is an app that essentially recaptures a sense of integrity for people who've been neglected by the healthcare system. And we do it in the form of offering access to mental health services. And we do so with an emphasis on making sure that you are being seen and heard. And that usually happens when people can understand you and your culture. So we've put together a product where an algorithm is able to put together a profile based on your gender, orientation, religion, and ethnicity. 
develop a profile of yours such that you are able to get a counselor that fits that profile. And the name Ayana itself reflects it in that Ayana in Bengali means a mirror. One of the reasons it was thought of was because one of my dear friends was not able to find a counselor that she could relate to. And I, being a bit of a fixer, said to her, look, wouldn't it be great if there was a an app that you could go on and you essentially would download your profile and you would, in a matter of seconds, through a smart algorithm, enable communication with a counselor of your choice. She said, yes, that'd be lovely. And I said, well, let me, let me call you back. And I hung up and went after it quite impulsively. Um, the other side of the premise behind Ayana is that I myself had dealt with uh, my own personal issues of depression and anxiety for a while. And through working on Ayana, developing the concept and assessing its visibility and needs, there was a rather cathartic exchange that was happening in that um, it armed me with the the courage of being a lot more transparent and it was quite self-healing as a journey. And so my trying to help a friend of mine and that in itself helping me out personally is what got us to where we are. Why don't you tell us a little bit about why you wanted to embark on this podcast journey? I think there are many ways to achieve what one of my main missions is, which is to destigmatize and, and educate. But I also think that discussing these matters, hearing a voice can also be even more impactful. And also, I mean, exponentially, the goal, I think, if you zoom out, was to develop a way to create avenues that we would use in order to uh, discuss these very important matters. I would want this podcast to infuse uh, a sense of courage when it comes to that, right? It's been very difficult uh, to come out of hiding. And once you get a taste of what the outside world feels like, you almost want to make sure that people around you also get a taste of it. I love that idea. What comes to mind is this concept of authenticity being contagious. The premise of when things are going well for you, that's when it's time to do something. There's a saying that you told me. Can you talk a little bit about that saying and what it means? So the saying um, came from my mother when I was a kid. And for the audience, I'm from Senegal, uh, hence the accent. And she said, uh, when the gods start clapping, you better start dancing. What I took from it was that in life, we tend not to attribute enough credit to outside factors that were responsible in getting us to where we are. At the end of the day, there's the level of humility that you have to exude and realize that you are the sole responsible person for your success. That joy had to be shared with uh, other people or the gods in this case. I guess I thought, okay, beyond like the humility aspect of it, it's like, now you better deliver. And so this is your opportunity to deliver when the clapping starts. 
we definitely are not trying to paint ourselves as experts uh, on mental health. We should definitely mention that we will have doctors, therapists, uh, healthcare professionals who are licensed experts in the field who can offer more than the lived experience that we offer. I think though, everybody should become the expert of their own mental health. And so I will say that I am the expert on my mental health, and I've had a lot of help from a lot of different people who helped me gain that expertise, but maybe that's part of the journey. What else should we tell our friends joining us? So, okay, well, um, this is the first of many. Um, I find solace in that we don't know what we are doing. <laughs> this is just where we are starting from. We'll just tell our friends, welcome to the kitchen. Amen. Mm-hmm.